Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Deacon, Deacon Dave and Layperson Lisa show. We are continuing on with the Be Healed book, episode 20, and this is pages 130 through 137. So this could be a little bit longer of an episode. And it's entitled, Jesus Conquers Evil and Overcoming the Seven Deadly Sins. Yes. Right. So I think an important part that of the very beginning of this is that even though Jesus suffered, right? Yeah. He continued, Lisa, to rely on the Father and not himself. Right. And you said so often we tend to rely on ourselves. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, but we are assured in Matthew and Isaiah that Jesus took away our infirmities and bore our diseases. Yeah. Like this whole Paschal mystery thing, this death and resurrection of Jesus. This is true medicine for our bodies from the divine physician. This is true medicine for our souls. Yes, and so therefore we are enabled to come before the Father without fear of rejection. Yeah, and even with all Jesus has accomplished for us, you know, we fail to realize, Lisa, that our deadly sins have become strongholds that will require powerful weapons for them to be overcome. Our virtues can become strongholds too. I, well, and that's and that's exactly what we need. Right? Yeah, we exactly. need. So, what are the seven lively virtues with some slight uh, uh, additions to each one, Lisa? Humility slash meekness. Okay. How about kindness and gratitude? Okay. I think gratitude is an important one. Yes, absolutely. And fasting and moderation. How about you do the next one? And chastity and self control. And then I'll do this one. <laughs> Long suffering and surrender. And generosity and stewardship. And then finally, diligence and faithfulness. Yes. Yes. And I think what's really, um, Jesus, you know, he did all of this. He died, right, without wanting any revenge at all. He did it all out of love. Right. It's the essence of humility, like um, bearing wrongs patiently. Yes. Which is the very first one that we talked about, right? And sometimes I think it's hard to feel grateful to God when we're going through suffering. And to maybe even be kind to people. And so, yeah. you know, once again, trying to, to grow in these virtues is, is really important, right? Right, but I think that's when it's important to emphasize what we are grateful for. I've talked to a lot of people, like, in spiritual mentorship about that. Like, okay, when you're in this valley, like, it is important to show gratitude to God just to help, like, oh, I do have all these blessings in my life because right now I may not feel like I do. Yeah, and I think, okay, so this is a good point that Lisa brought up, okay? Because how you introduce that concept is really very important. Yeah. You know, so when someone comes in and they start talking to you and they're really struggling with something and they're down and they don't feel like the Lord's there, the first thing you don't want to do, well, you know, you really need to count your blessings. You know, I think I think you need to get to that point where you, as Lisa is suggesting, you reveal to them that their life and their identity is not surrounded by whatever current um, wave of dissonance they are experiencing, right? That they are much greater than that and that the Lord um, has chosen them and that they are special and get them to start, instead of maybe looking in on the suffering, to then look towards God with thanks and praise uh, for who he is, number one, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think if you just like rush right into that, you're just trying to give people a perspective that they're not ready to have you. Mm. What, are you what are your thoughts well, on that? Well, I was talking to somebody who has a chronic illness and has a lot of suffering. And she was just telling me like all these ways that God was using her. Yet she kind of was, because she was having a lot of trouble with her 
with her chronic um, illness at that time, she was more focused on that and not all the ways that God was using her. And then she, you know, we were talking and then she's like, oh, I do feel like I, because I said, I, it, I feel like you have the gift of compassion because you're going out and you're reaching out to all these people and you're praying with them and you're, you're, you know, connecting with them. She goes, yeah, I, I do realize that I do have this growth in the gift of compassion and that I can feel pain with people because I, I've suffered too. Now notice nowhere did she say you should count your blessings, but instead from what she said, right, that drew her to a point of a perspective of how God is using her suffering and kind of reoriented her back to God instead of towards the pain and the suffering. Right. That, was, that was like beautifully said the way you did that, right? The, the, the short way, which isn't the good way, is to just go, well, you really just need to be thinking about all your blessings, you mm. know? What you did was effectively tell her how God's power is working through her suffering. Yeah. And so it gives it purpose and value instead of not having any at all. Yeah. Well, and I've also said, like, when people are experiencing suffering in some form, I'll, t like, share an experience of myself. Like, oh, you know, when I'm in a valley, I have a lot of, um, I have a hard time seeing all the blessings. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways that has helped me is to, like, give thanksgiving to God because I know he's drawing, I don't feel it right now, but I know he's drawing me closer to him through this. And so I kind of, it can, I introduce it that way as well. And I think this is a great spiritual mentors point. Whenever you find someone that is, is, is looking inward at whatever and how you do it makes a difference. Okay. But reorienting them back towards God. I did that today, mm -hmm. right? Is that just reorienting them back to God and not to self yeah. is always a good thing to do because yeah. because he's God, right? <laughs> yes. You know, the reality of it is, is God wants us to endure our sufferings uh, patiently, to not get upset, right? And um, he's even taught us to be grateful, you know, for what we have and to look out for the needs of others, even mm -hmm. in pain. Yeah. That's exactly what you just said, Lisa. Yeah. And then instead of greed... Jesus offered himself completely. Yeah, so as we grow in relationship with Jesus, we better recognize the deadly sins mm -hmm. and we can voice our hurt back to God the Father. Mm -hmm. And because of this, we begin to grow in strength because of God. All right, notice the focus, as I said, is outward toward God and not inward. I hadn't even looked at these notes when I was saying all of this stuff. You know, <laughs> That's how good we are. All of this stuff, yeah. yeah. Some of it washes over you. So. We must constantly ask God to reveal to us the areas by which we struggle. Notice, we need to ask God to reveal these. I was talking to someone today, mm -hmm. and you know, I need to work on this. I need to do this. And I said, you need to change your pronouns. Yeah. Right? And you need to start talking we, and you need to ask God to reveal things to you. Right. Because he knows more what we need than anyone else, especially when we are suffering. Yes. Okay. And this sanctifying cycle helps us to understand our identity and to recognize the daily redemptive suffering we can have. Yeah. All these little deaths that we might experience, Lisa, throughout life help us to prepare for the final death and resurrection where we will receive ultimate healing from Jesus. And only when we choose to die to our selfish reactions in these small ways we will have the grace to make the final surrender. I am Deacon Dave. I am Layperson Lisa. See you next time. Bye. So that was.